What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I am your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I don't have a whole lot for you, but we're going to get into some good NFL Week 2 stuff. I have a whole list. Not a whole list, I guess. My top five starts and my top five sits in fantasy football for Week 2. We're going to get into those. And then we're going to get into every matchup every week two game we're going to go over them and as of right now i'm going to give who i think is going to win i'm recording this on saturday night it's probably going to come out saturday night um and or sunday morning ish um we'll have to figure that out but that is what we're doing today starts and sits and then predictions for every matchup it should be a good one every week i'm going to try and put on my um all my five starts and five sits and then my matchup predictions so i'll be posting those um on my instagram as well if you don't follow that definitely go do that right now take a minute you could probably listen to this in the background. You could keep it going on your Spotify, your Apple Podcast, whatever. And then you could go to the Instagram and follow that at the nightshift.pod where I post photos of uh, my starts and sits. I post my pickums, I post clips of the show, I post updates, everything you need is on that Instagram. And while you're while you're on social media, might as well go follow me on TikTok too, which is uh, at Zach California, which I also post some extra sports content as well, but also at the Night Shift Pod. So those two TikTok accounts. Um, definitely go hit those and follow them. That would be so much appreciated. And then even my Twitter. Since we're here just talking about all the social media stuff, you could go follow the Twitter too at the night shift with two T's at the beginning and two T's at the end. That would be greatly appreciated. But now we're going to hop right into my stardom situm for week two. I got five starts, five sits. Always a fun segment. Always fun to dive into fantasy football and give my predictions on who I think is going to have a good game and a bad game. Whose matchups are favorable and whose are unfavorable. It's always fun to look at that type of stuff. So let's hop into it right now with my... I'll start with my five starts. And my first start, who I'm a big, big fan of this year, I got Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson is a start this week. And let me tell you why. First off, I think Anthony Richardson at some point during this season is going to become a must start every week. I think that's very, very possible. Anthony Richardson is that. He has the characteristics and he has the qualities of a quarterback who could be the guy who kind of takes that leap and becomes a must start out of nowhere. And I feel like we see one of those every year, right? I mean, even last year we had Justin Fields who just solely based on running the ball turned himself into a starter every week just because he runs the football so much, right? And that 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 translates to fan, that translates to fantasy value. The year before we had Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts bursting onto the scene and became a must start every week. Now he's one of the most elite quarterbacks in fantasy football. I guess Anthony Richardson doing the same thing. I really, really could. Uh, I'm a fan of Anthony Richardson's game and honestly last week we saw some very good flashes of Anthony Richardson. Now the second half was a little more shaky. But overall, I think we saw good stuff from Anthony Richardson. We saw promising fantasy value from Anthony Richardson. He was one of the uh, higher scoring quarterbacks even in the entire uh, league last year, so or last year, last week. So Anthony Richardson, for me, is a guy who might become a must start every week at some point uh, during this season. But this week, he's going against Houston. They have a bad defense. I love the matchup. I think Anthony Richardson will be able to do some do some things over there against that bad Houston defense. Um, then that, that's just Anthony Richardson, man. He's a guy who, who whose game with his rushing ability as well translates to fantasy value. And that could really, really start. I mean, last week he was a start. And this week, the matchup's great. 
he could be another star. He will be a star. I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be good stuff from uh, Anthony Richardson. So he is my first start this week. Um, I love the matchup. I just love, love the matchup. Uh, Colts first Texans. Next, I got Jamal Williams as a start. <clears throat> I think Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams has command over this backfield in New Orleans. With especially with Alvin Kamara gone. Now, when Alvin Kamara comes back, is it's a totally different story. But right now, Jamal Williams has command over the backfield. And I think going against Carolina, who just gave up a lot of points to the Falcons running back room, I think we're gonna see Jamal Williams have a good game. Now and, and, and again, just just to just to be clear, I I should say this every time. These starts don't mean I think these guys are going off for 30 apiece. These just mean these are guys who you might be on the fence about starting, but I like their matchups, and I think they're going to serve you well if you put them in your lineup. So it doesn't mean that I think they're all going to go have career games, but these are just guys that I think if you're battling on who to start, put them in because I think they're going to do good. Back to Jamal Williams. He has command over the backfield. Going against the Panthers, who just gave up a lot of points to um, Atlanta running backs. Jamal Williams gets touchdowns. I could see him getting at least one rushing touchdown and then racking up a decent amount of yards this game. So Jamal Williams, for me, is a start. Um, I just like the matchup a lot, and I just like Jamal Williams being RB1 here in this room uh, right now. So give me Jamal Williams as a start uh, week two. Next, I have Jared Goff. Next, I have Jared Goff, and I like Jared Goff. I love me some Jared Goff and we saw some good things from Jared Goff last week now the offense started a little slow um, against Kansas City and then they started to pick up and then they kind of slowed down a little bit towards the end but for me I'm a fan of Jared Goff this season I'm a big fan of Jared Goff this season and I think that we're going to see Jared Goff have a good game against the Seattle defense because we even saw last week we saw Matthew Stafford pick apart that secondary and they ended up winning the game I think Jared Goff is going to do just that and some. With Amon Ross St. Brown, I mean, come on. Those two guys have an elite connection. Amon Ross proving to be an elite wide receiver in the NFL. Jared Goff is a guy who can't pick apart a defense like that. He's going to do that against Seattle. I think we're going to see a very good game from Jared Goff. Um, and ultimately a very good season from Jared Goff. I mean, not even just talking about this game anymore. Jared Goff's going to have a good season. And I think he'll, he'll work his way to being, honestly, probably a start every week like or, or finish as a top 10 fantasy quarterback. But I think he's going to have a good and, – and, and he didn't do great last week in terms of fantasy. I think he had maybe 16 points. But I think that offense is going to start clicking. And when it does, Jared Goff is going to be firing on all cylinders, and he's going to be putting up fantasy points, and I think he's going to be very solid. So especially this coming week, it could start, and I think he's going to have a good game against Seattle. So give me Jared Goff as a start this week in fantasy football. I love the matchup, and I love the player. So Jared Goff, he's my third start this week. Next, I have Mike Evans. Mike Evans is an interesting one because... I have so I have him in one of my leagues, and I'm not. I was not super high on him coming into the season. Mike Evans got his targets last week. Baker Mayfield, he 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 got the ball to him, and going against Chicago this week, I love the matchup. I love the matchup for Mike Evans. Mike Evans racked in a t- uh, raked in a touchdown last week um, on a deep ball, and I could see one of those happening for sure again. But overall, I could see Baker Mayfield targeting Mike Evans this week. And um, 
I just I love the matchup. I I, I Mike Evans was a little bit more involved than I initially thought he was going to be, and I think that's a good sign for Mike Evans fantasy owners. Um, he's Baker Mayfield got him the ball. It's not like he got him the ball a ton, but he got him a ball to where he was a piece of that offense plus that deep touchdown, and that's what Mike Evans does. He gets those deep ball touchdowns. So I like the matchup going against a weak Chicago secondary. Um, Mike Evans should bring in a decent amount of points. So I'm on board with Mike Evans this week. I'm rocking with Mike Evans. I think he could definitely, definitely have a solid week going against Chicago secondary. Mike Evans, fourth start. I like it. Love the matchup. Love the player. Let's move on to my fifth and final start this week. Again, these are just my top five. I could I could have a longer list, but I just keep it to five. Zay Flowers. <laughs> so Zay Flowers for me is a start this week. And the biggest reason for that is he was clearly the number one wide receiver last week. And Lamar loved him. Lamar Jackson really, really liked Zay Flowers last week, and he put up he put up fantasy points, he put up numbers. And I know, and I know, Mark Andrews wasn't there, and Mark Andrews, it sounds like he's going to play this week, but I still like Zay Flowers. I still like Zay Flowers in this matchup. Um, going against Cincinnati, I think Zay Flowers will be able to put up some points. Um, I just think at the end of the day, Lamar finally has his wide receiver room, and. Does he have an elite wide receiver like some quarterbacks? No, but Zay Flowers is a very solid receiver, um, rookie, and he has he showed out last week, and it, it shows that Lamar Jackson wanted a guy like this. He wanted a guy like Zay Flowers, and then they brought in a guy like Zay Flowers. They brought in Zay Flowers, and here he is, and he had a very good week one, and I see that continuing over to week two going against the Bengals. I like the matchup. I like the I like the chemistry between Lamar and Zay Flowers. Um, I think he's gonna be the wide receiver one all year in this on this team. I mean, they 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 have like Odell and and Bateman and stuff, but I I'm, I'm just I'm I'm sold on Zay Flowers right now as the number one all year. Lamar likes him, and I know he's got Mark Andrews, and that that might take away a little from the production overall. But I still think he's gonna get his as the number one wide receiver on this team. So give me Zay Flowers as another start this week. I just I like the matchup. I like the player again. Um, and I and I like like I said I like the chemistry between Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson. So Zay Flowers is another start for me this week. Okay, lastly, no, not lastly. Let's move on to my sits. What am I doing? Five sits. Those are my five starts. Um, Anthony Richardson, Jamal Williams, Jared Goff, Mike Evans, Zay Flowers. Let's move on to my five sits, shall we? Starting with Antonio Gibson. I was not sold on Antonio Gibson coming into the season, and I sure as heck am not sold on him for week two. Going against Denver, Denver stuffs the run. That's one thing that Denver does is they'll stuff your run. Um, another thing for Antonio Gibson is that it's pretty clear to me and everybody in the football world, this team likes Brian Robinson. They love Brian Robinson. And Brian Robinson seems to get the most carries. He seems to be the number one running back in the backfield. And I think it's going to stay that way. And it, that doesn't mean Antonio Gibson won't be involved, and he'll likely be involved more in the passing game probably. But it, it, but Antonio Gibson is the number two running back going against a really tough defensive front, a team that can stuff the run. I just don't like anything about this matchup. 
and I don't like anything about this game for Antonio Gibson. So if you're in the position where you have to start Antonio Gibson, man, I would really try to figure something out because I don't like this at all. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Antonio Gibson has a very ineffective game. He's a good running back, but it's just it's the circumstance, it's the matchup. I don't like it. I'm not, I don't like anything about this. So we'll see. But the team likes Brian Robinson the most in the backfield. And I don't think he's going to be super. I don't really think Brian Robinson is going to be super effective against Denver. I mean, if Brian Robinson doesn't score a touchdown this week, he probably won't be all that great. So for me, Antonio Gibson's a sit. And just don't like the don't like the situation for Antonio Gibson this week. My next sit is Cam Akers. And Cam Akers is interesting because he has an interesting relationship, it seems like, with Sean McVay. Just from what it seems. Some games, Cam Akers gets his carries and he'll do good. And then there's other games where it seems like he really doesn't isn't involved as much in the game plan. Like I said, it could just be an interesting relationship with Sean McVay, what, what he's trying to do here. But it's tough for me to trust Cam Akers all the time. And he's a talented he's a talented back, but going against the 49ers, who have arguably the best defensive front in football, it's not a matchup where I would risk Cam Akers. There, there's other matchups where I would risk Cam Akers and, and take a shot with him. But not the one going against the 49ers. I just don't like the matchup for Cam Akers. It's another tough situation. So I would lay off Cam Akers this week. I would lay off Cam Akers this week. Just not sold on the entire situation. And then going against the 49ers. Don't love it. Don't love it. So sit Cam Akers. Next I have Dak Prescott. Dak is another sit for me, and we saw what he's going against the Jets, the Jets secondary, this Jets defense, and we saw what this Jets defense did to Josh Allen last week. Turnovers all over the place. Josh Allen threw three interceptions and fumbled the ball once, and man, oh man, was it a bad showing for Josh Allen. So when you have a defense who can force turnovers like the Jets can, and then you have a quarterback who's pretty turnover prone like Dak Prescott, I don't think that's a good recipe in fantasy football. I don't like the matchup for Dak. He's just a turnover machine. And going against the Jets, they're such a turnover. They, they, can, they can cause turnovers. That's what they do. And we saw it last week. They had four. So when you have a turnover machine like Dak going against a defense like this, it's a scary sight. Don't like it. Don't like the matchup for Dak. Definitely a sit for me. I would not be happy if I was starting. I started Josh Allen on one of my... I needed Josh Allen, actually, on the Monday Night Football game. I needed him to play really, really well. I actually needed him to get 19 points. And he got 8? 6? 6 or 8? But regardless, it doesn't matter because none of it helped. And I could see them doing to Dak what they did to Josh Allen last week. So Dak Prescott just a sit for me this week it's not going to be a pretty game um it could be very turnover heavy for Dak so he's another sit moving on to my fourth sit I got Drake London 
this is an interesting one because Drake London really did nothing last week. Pretty much zero. I mean, he just didn't do much. And I think over the course of the season, we might see more from Drake London. Because I have faith in him. I do. I think he'll be okay. But I don't know if that's going to start necessarily this week. Going against Green Bay, um, I think he might see a lot of Jair Alexander. And when you go when you get put against one of the you know most talented defensive backs in the league, it's not going to be amazing. And it seemed like Desmond Ritter had a tough time getting Drake London the ball. And I just don't like the matchup. So Drake London's a guy I'm waiting on. I don't want to sit. I don't want to start him right away. I need to see how things play out with this Atlanta offense first, um, especially relying on the run game like they did and Bijan. So. Um, Drake London just a tough one for me to put into the starting lineup so fast. Um, just got to see what this Atlanta offense does with Desmond Ritter, how they function, how Desmond Ritter feels about Drake London and getting him the football. Because um, last week we didn't see a whole lot of that. And plus, like I said, going against Green Bay, going against Jerry Alexander, don't love it. Not a fan of Drake London this week. Just I'd stay away. I'd steer clear of Drake London this week. <clears throat> Lastly, I have Hayden Hurst. Now, people might be confused on this one. They'd be like, dude, did you see Hayden Hurst last week? He was one of the leading tight ends. He was one of the best tight ends last week in fantasy. Don't buy into the hype so early, folks. Don't do it. Um, not that I don't think Hayden Hurst can be a solid option at tight end this year. I'm not saying that. But I'm, I'm just saying don't just because you, th- you saw Hayden Hurst have a solid game last week. Don't think that it's just going to replicate every single game into this week. They're going against the Saints. The Saints shut down tight ends. That's what the Saints do. They shut down tight ends. We saw last week. They just do it. And I could totally see that happening again. The Saints have a very talented defense, and they're going to shut down Hayden Hurst. Um, And like I said, I don't think Hayden Hurst is a bad option this year year Bryce Young he could be like a little security blanket but I just don't think he's going to be effective against the Saints I'm not buying into this ridiculous hype right now because just because he had a solid week one listen he might be a solid option as the year progresses but week two I'm not feeling the Hayden Hurst matchup so Hayden Hurst he's a sit don't like the matchup not buying into the hype just yet I'll let it I'll let it roll out and see what happens but not buying into the hype of Hayden Hurst after one solid week. I'm just not going to do that. So there you have it. My five sits Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, Dak Prescott, Drake London, Hayden Hurst. Five guys who I don't like the matchup, don't like the situation. Would rather than be on my bench this week than in the starting lineup. So if you have your chance, put them on your bench. And we're going to come back to this. We're going to come back to this next week and we'll see how I did. Last week I did okay. Um, I did solid in my results. You can check out the results on my Instagram at the nightshift.pod. You can check out the uh, how I did for each player that I thought. I had 10 players total. Again, I'm doing 5-5 five and five every week, although I took Aaron Rodgers out of the results thing because he was one of my sits. And, I mean, I guess if you listen to me in Sodom, that probably helped you, but tough to judge a guy who plays three snaps. <laughs> Technically, was it four snaps? But the fourth one, he had a pretty catastrophic injury, so... That was a brutal, brutal uh, blow for the Jets and for Aaron Rodgers. So 
Anyways, regardless, we'll come back to the Stardom Sidum next week to see how we did. But now, let's get in to the week two matchup predictions. A prediction for every single game, all of the teams. We're going to go through every game, every matchup. And we're going to get some predictions on who we think is going to win right now. Again, this is being recorded Saturday night. So you might hear this Saturday night, Sunday morning, maybe even after. And we'll see how we did. But as of right now, these are my picks. Now, tomorrow morning, go to my Instagram for my official picks. You'll see them there. Again, at the nightshift.pod. I've I've shouted out the Instagram so many times. Please go follow if you haven't. If you're not following at this point, what the heck are you doing? That's, of course, if you have Instagram. You don't have to follow, though. It's cool. Okay, let's get into my matchup predictions. Every matchup for week two. First, we're going to just give a brief recap of the Thursday night game. So the Eagles were my pick, and the Eagles obviously won. Uh, was an interesting game, actually. You know, Kirk Cousins played better than a lot of people expected because normally when we see Kirk Cousins on primetime, it doesn't go so well. Kirk had a really good game. Threw four touchdowns. He had 300-plus yards. Um, good game from Kirk Cousins. You know, didn't see that interception like we thought we would. Saw a fumble. Didn't see the interception like we thought we would. Um, wait, why am I blinking? I'm pretty, no, yeah, Kirk fumbled, right? Maybe I'm blinking. Maybe I'm wrong. But for some reason, I feel like Kirk fumbled. Regardless, though, Kirk had a solid game. Um, but the Eagles ended up taking it, and it was a, it was a close matchup. Uh, but it was, we, it was an interesting one. One of the biggest storylines coming out of it was just some talk about Jalen Hurts. Obviously, he got into it on the sideline with A.J. Brown. Um, those two were getting into it and raises questions aj brown's not doesn't seem like aj brown is super duper happy with the amount of targets he's getting um but they're winning games man and and that's the problem is if you're on a team that's good enough you know to where you might not get targets one game but you still win you gotta just let it come you know you gotta relax you gotta just let the targets happen because if you if you're patient the targets will come, and then it's going to be in the right time. Stuff to force stuff like that. So I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm a big fan of A.J. Brown. He's one of my favorite players in the league, actually. Jalen Hurst is one of my favorite players in the league. I like that duo a lot. So I think they're going to be good, but they're going to be fine. Um, but A.J. Brown, you're good, man. You'll get your targets. They'll come. I hear a lot of people hating on Jalen Hurts, um, saying that he runs too much, and sometimes he just takes stuff into his own hands when he really shouldn't be. And, you know, sometimes that could be true, but, you know, Jalen Hurts gets the job done and in a good way. It's not just like, oh, he gets the job done. It is what it is. No, Jalen Hurts will get you the job done. And we saw we saw last year and we're seeing it right now. So I know it hasn't been a perfect start to the season for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, but they're 2-0. And Jalen Hurts is getting the job done. He's doing what he needs to do. He's running the football. He's throwing the football. Him and Devontae Smith have a really solid connection too. It's not just A.J. Brown on that team. So they got some guys. But anyway, so it was a solid game. Eagles were my pick. Eagles end up winning. Let's move on to the next game. Sunday slate, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. my time. I'm on, the, I'm on the West Coast, so some people have it at different times of the day. But for me, the first game started at 10 a.m., and that game is going to be the Packers and Falcons. Interesting game. Um, it's, it's So, okay, 
<laughs> sound like I just lagged. Packers are going to be without Christian Watson again and Aaron Jones. So two very valuable pieces to the team. I liked what I saw from Jordan Love. I liked what I saw from the Packers defense. I know they were going against the Bears, but I still like what I saw from the Packers defense. The Packers overall, I like, and I know they don't have Aaron Jones, but they have A.J. Dillon, who's essentially just as good. I mean, A.J. Dillon is right there as that RB2. He might not be as good as, as Aaron Jones, but he can really do a lot of the things Aaron Jones can. I don't trip too much about the Aaron Jones deduction for this game. Um, the Christian Watson one's interesting, but they played without Christian Watson last week, too. Romeo Dobbs did his thing. I'm a fan of Romeo. Now, if Romeo Dobbs wasn't playing because he was questionable, but it looks like he's going to play, that'd be interesting, but he is. Um, Atlanta looked solid last week, too, you know, for the most part. Um, not a whole lot going to Kyle Pitts, but, you know, the run game looked good. They leaned a lot on that. Um, and like I was talking about, you know, I was talking about Drake London earlier. The pass game is interesting for me because I'm just not super, super high on Desmond Ritter. And I like Drake London, but it, it all depends on Desmond Ritter getting him the ball. This is an interesting game. This should be a close one, I believe. But as of right now, I'm leaning Packers for this game. So the Packers are my pick for this game. Let's move on. Next game. This is actually my lock of the week. So I'm in a survivor pool. So if you're in a survivor pool, this is who I would recommend picking if you haven't yet, which I doubt you picked them last week. I got the Bills and Raiders. The Bills are a lock of the week. The Bills should beat up the Raiders. And I'm expecting a very big uh, turning point, comeback game. Uh, what's the right word? Bounce back. That's the word. Bounce back game from Josh Allen. Josh Allen was terrible last week against the Jets. They picked him apart in every aspect. The Raiders defense isn't going to do that. This is the Raiders we're talking about. They have a weak secondary. I know they won last week, but let's not get too hype here. They have Jimmy Garoppolo. And out, you know, it, it, you might never heard me say this before, but Jimmy Garoppolo had a decent game last week. He didn't play bad. Besides the, you know, you're going to get the pick every game. That's just a Jimmy thing. But he didn't play bad last week. But the season's long. The real Jimmy will come out. The true Jimmy Garoppolo will come out. Will present himself. Maybe it's this week. Bills have a good defense. I just I just think the Bills are the lock of the week. They're not going to let the season start 0-2. Josh Allen's going to have a bounce-back game. And the Raiders just flat-out aren't that good. The offense isn't bad with Devontae and Josh Jacobs. and and Well, Jacoby Myers actually won't be there, I think, because of concussion. Because he got rocked last week. If I have to put my trust in a guy, it sure as heck is not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Give me the Bills to win this game, and the Bills as my lock of the week. Next, I have a really good game. A little AFC North matchup. Ravens and Bengals should be a really good matchup. Um, Bengals got off to a slow start last week, an extremely slow start. Joe Burrow didn't even throw for over 100 yards. Um, they didn't even score a touchdown. Uh, they lost to the Browns, and the Ravens ended up beating the Texans. Lamar didn't even look all that great, but he got the job done. Got his ball to Zay Flowers, like I said earlier. Uh, but the Ravens are going to have Mark Andrews back in the mix. Um, they are a little banged up. Uh, they, they lost J.K. Dobbins for the season. Man, that guy just can't catch a break. little banged up secondary. I can see another bounce back game happening here with the Bengals. Um, the Bengals are a good football team. The Bengals are one of the best football teams in the NFL and the AFC. I don't see Joe Burrow slacking for much longer. 
Um, I think he's going to get the ball to his playmakers. I think he's going to get the ball to those guys, and they will win this game. So I'm leaning Bengals in this matchup. I think it's going to be another good game, but I just I don't see the Bengals having having another sloppy slop fest like they did last week. I just don't see it happening. I just think they're too good for that. At least the offense. At least the offense is. So I just I just think they're too good for that. I think it could be a good game, but we're gonna see Joe Burrow turn it around and have a have a very good game uh, this week tomorrow. So. Give me the Bengals over the Ravens. <clears throat> Next, I have the Seahawks and Lions, which should be... There's a good amount of interesting games here on the slate. Um, like I've said before, man, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Detroit team. I'm a fan of this Detroit team. I just I like what I see from this Detroit team. I like the offense a lot. I like Jared Goff. I like Amon St. Brown. Uh, they seem to like Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. Um, Jameer Gibbs, man, last week didn't have a lot of action but in the times he was out there jameer gibbs did his thing and then you got david montgomery who i'm not even super high on but david montgomery actually played pretty okay last week you know i just think they're better than the seahawks and i think we're gonna see them again because like i said earlier when i was talking about jared goff in my stardom segment i think this offense will continue to get better and i think that's gonna happen this week they're gonna take a step forward and we're going to see the Lions beat up on the Seahawks. I think Jared Goff will pick apart that secondary. And we'll see the Lions end up winning this game. Because we saw the Seahawks get slightly exposed last week against the Rams. And I think the Lions can do the same thing. So I have the Lions. I got Detroit eating Seattle in week two. Let's move on. Colts and Texans. You know, the Colts aren't as bad as I anticipated. They actually look decent. Obviously, no Jonathan Taylor, um, and I think they're going to win this game too. You know, I just like I said, Anthony Richardson is—he's a guy who kind of reminds me of Trey Lance when Trey Lance got drafted. Kind of a raw talent, someone who needs time and reps to really figure himself out and figure out the NFL level. And obviously, Trey Lance wasn't able to get that. That's where the difference is. You know, Trey Lance was. Had a lot more pressure being traded for tra- uh, trading Trey Lance for all that trading to get Trey Lance, um, but they traded what three first rounders and a third too. So Trey Lance had a lot more pressure. Trey Lance was drafted to a team that was ready to win the Super Bowl right away. This Colts team is not ready to win the Super Bowl, so they're able to throw him out there. And, and I mean, I mean, don't even get me started. But I could go on about this Trey Lance thing for a while. I still think they should have played him week uh, year one. But that's neither here nor there. Anthony Richardson is being thrown out there. Good for him. This is that's how you get better in the NFL. You get reps. You play it because practice is not the is not the real game. Preseason is not the real game. The only time you could experience a real NFL game is by playing in a real NFL game. And that's what the Colts are doing with Anthony Richardson. I think it's great. I think he's gonna learn. And there might be kinks to work out along the way. There might be mistakes. There will be mistakes to be made, but Anthony Richardson's being thrown out there, and he didn't even look half bad last week. I think he looked actually decently solid. So I like what I see see from Anthony Richardson. Uh, He's seeming to connect with his guys, Michael Pittman. Just the Texans are fine, but they're just not that good. You know what I mean? Like they're like, I just don't have much to say about the Texans. I just think the Colts are going to be able to beat them here. Um, So kind of a boring game, but give me the Colts over Houston. Chiefs and Jags. Chiefs lost last week. This is actually a close one. The Jags were rolling, and Trevor, whoa, 
<laughs> that was weird. And Trevor Lawrence loves Calvin Ridley. They were clicking on every level last week. So I have the Chiefs written down in my notebook here, but hmm, I'm starting to lean Jags. I'm starting to lean Jags here. This is this is an interesting matchup. I don't know what the word is on Travis Kelsey. I have no idea what the word is for Travis Kelsey. Um, obviously, the Chiefs lost last week to the to the Lions without Travis Kelsey. If there's no Travis Kelsey here, okay, so it looks like Travis Kelsey's playing. So it looks like Travis Kelsey will play this week. Um, sorry, I was looking it up. Makes me want to just keep my prediction with the Chiefs. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna keep rocking with the Chiefs because it's tough for me to see the Chiefs starting the season 0-2. Patrick Mahomes starting season 0-2 is like oxymoronic. I don't. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna go Chiefs, especially since Travis is playing. But don't count out the Jags, and, and I'm not going to be ridiculously shocked if the Jags end up winning this game. Like I said, Trevor Lawrence seemed to be clicking with his guys, really liked Calvin Ridley. Run game was where everything was working for the Jags last week. So I, I, I think that we'll see a good game here. And But I'm going to go Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey together. Tough to see in the down 0-2. Bears and Bucks. Eh, kind of boring here. Bucks surprised me, though. Tampa Bay surprised me last week. They beat the Vikings, and they're definitely going to beat the Bears this week. Um, see, I don't. I'm not on the point of trust, like a bunch of trust with the Bucks that I'd like put Survivor on them or anything like that. But if I had to pick a different Survivor team besides the Bills, I'd lean Bucks here. I just don't think the Bears are all that good. And like I said, I'm not super duper high on the Bucks, but they, they proved something last week. So I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna beat up here on, on Chicago. Um so I got the Bucks beating the Bears. Not a whole lot to say about this one. Alright, give me one second here. Hold on one second. Just had to get some water. Next we have the Chargers and Titans. <clears throat> The thing about the Titans is they actually had a pretty solid defensive outing. I know they lost, but they, their defensive outing last week was not bad. Chargers lost a shootout to the Dolphins, which I feel like whenever the Chargers get into a shootout, they lose. Lost against the Dolphins. I'm just, I just have a feeling here. I just have a feeling the Chargers are going to win this one. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, even the defenses. I know. It's way under what it should be. But I just have a decent feeling that um, this Chargers team will be able to get it done here in week two. Now, I mean, I could see Derrick Henry having a good having a good game here. I could see Derrick Henry even feasting, having a really good game against the Chargers defense. Um, but for some reason, I'm just feeling the Chargers this week. I don't know why. I don't know what. And I could see the Titans winning, but I'm rocking with the. I was about to say San Diego. They're not in San Diego. They should be, but they're not. Give me the Chargers. Next, boring Giants and Cardinals. The Giants proved to suck last week. The Cardinals still are a bad football team. I'm going to go with the Giants just because the Cardinals are terrible. I know the Giants didn't score a single touchdown last week. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones. And what Dan, you could even go back. 
listen to my episode that dropped right after the Giants gave Daniel Jones the bag of a contract, I am not a fan of Daniel Jones. I think he's vastly overrated and I think he's overpaid. But I could see the Giants come. They played one of the best defenses in the league last year, or last year, last week. They played the, the Cowboys who have one of the best defenses in the league. You know, I cut them a smidge bit of slack on that. They shouldn't lose to the Cardinals. They were a playoff team last season. I know he doesn't have the most help on, in his receiver room. And I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones in the first place. But the Cardinals are just bad. They just don't have anything. I have to go Giants here. But I'm not expecting I'm not even very high on the Giants either. I'm just not expecting a great game here. But I'm going to lean Giants. Next, Niners-Rams. This should be good. This should be good. Um, I'm going Niners. I'm picking my Niners here. And, you know, the 49ers seem to beat the Rams in the regular season, like, every time. And, see, I, and I'm not one of those 49ers. Oh, gosh. I am not one of those 49er fans who sit here and say, we own the Rams. You know why we? You know why I don't say that? Because we don't. The Rams beat us in the only game that mattered. We have all these regular season wins against the Rams the past five or so years. We beat them pretty much every time. But who won the NFC Championship? The Rams did. Yeah, so we don't own them. So for all the delusional ridiculously optimistic 49er fans out there yeah we might win this game we tend to beat the rams in the regular season but don't say we own them because they have a better comeback what what would you rather what would you rather have we beat you in the regular season and choke in the playoffs every year or we lose to you in the regular season but beat you in the playoffs and went off to win a went on to win a super bowl it's so easy so niner fans the, the 49ers have I'm a part of this fan base I just don't act like this but they have one of the most we have one of the football in sports they're too optimistic they're too weird um, they just they think everything is just amazing they think oh my goodness we're Shanahan's the best coach in the league we own the Rams everything it's like dude we, we choked in the super, we choke in the playoffs every single season so I don't know what's so fairy tales and gumdrops and fantasy land to you but not to me. I'm realistic. Anyways, 49ers, Rams. I do think we're going to win. I just think we're straight up better. We have more talent. The Niners looked very unstoppable last week. Um, their offense was clicking. Brock Purdy is really looking good. I like what I see from Brock Purdy. Um, you know, he's he's putting the ball in the hands of the playmakers. He looks very comfortable and confident in the pocket. He can roll out if he wants to. Just everything was flowing last week. Defense, offense, everything was looking good. So, you know, and I know the Rams had a good game, but again, we are just better than the Rams. I gotta go Niners here. I think I think I, I'm thinking like a thirty one seventeen type thing. Like something like that. I think I think we'll see the Niners have a decent size win. Next I have Jets and Cowboys. Now if you'd have told me ask me this in the beginning of the season, I would say, Man, this is a shootout, but now I got the Cowboys. Just there's no Aaron Rodgers. Now, however, I think it's gonna be decent. Lee close. Let me scratch everything I just said. This will be a close game. This 
and what I meant by that first statement was I wouldn't know who to pick. Right now I'm going to go Cowboys. But I, I think the Jets could win this game. I think the Jets could win this game solely on defense. Solely on defense. Now the problem is, is how well is Zach Wilson going to move the ball? And I don't know if he can do it very well. That's where I lean Cowboys. Dak's a turnover machine. The Jets can force turnovers. I could see Dak having a rough game. But Zach Wilson is also kind of a turnover machine. I mean, Zach, I mean, Zach Wilson has struggled at the NFL level. So it's just tough for me to bet on Zach Wilson. Um, I think the Jets are good everywhere else besides quarterback. The Cowboys are good everywhere. I know Dak's a turnover machine, and he probably won't have a great game. But I'm going to go Cowboys here in this game. Um, it should be an interesting one, though. Should be interesting. Cowboys Broncos, another kind of boring matchup. I I'll go Broncos again. I like the offense. I I know they didn't look great last week. For some reason, just the Broncos, they don't seem to score at any point ever. But it's gonna happen one of these days. I know it, and that could it could be this week going against Washington. So give me the Broncos to win. Give me this Sean Payton offense to beat the Commanders because the Commanders are boring. They don't have a quarterback. Broncos still have a really good defense. I got Denver. Dolphins, Patriots. Patriots lost last week to the Eagles. Actually, almost came back, though. They, they, they started out down 17-0 super early, super fast. And then they made it a game. They, they were marching back. Mac Jones was not looking good in the first half, and then he started making really good throws in the second so Mac Jones and the, and the Patriots take on Miami, uh, who had a historic-type game, dude. Tyreek Hill had 200-plus two pl- yards. Tua had 400-plus yards. It was just in a—wait, right? Didn't Tua have 400 yards? Uh, Tua had a fantastic game, too. Miami was just looking great. The offense was clicking. Um, and I'm going to go them again. Now, the Patriots have a good defense, and I think it could be kind of a, a battle where they kind of level out. But overall, I trust Tyreek. I trust Tua with Tyreek. Jalen Waddle, this offense works. This offense moves. And when Tua's healthy and not concussed, the offense works. Give me the Dolphins here. So I'm kind of rushing through these last few. I got to get it somewhere. Saints-Panthers. Got to go Saints. Gotta go Saints. I'm a believer in the Saints. Actually, I'm a believer in the Saints here. I like Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr fan. Sue me. I think he was a scapegoat for the Raiders' problems. I don't think he was the main issue. Not against them moving on. I think at some time, at some points, you just gotta move on from somebody because it's just not working. But that doesn't mean he was the issue. He was the scapegoat. I like what I saw from Derek Carr last week. He had the one extremely bad throw. That was terrible. That interception was bad. But other than that, Derek Carr was cooking. And the Saints ended up beating Tennessee. I think they're going to beat the Panthers here. They're just too, they're a little too young for me, a little too inexperienced, not as good as the Saints. Um, don't dislike the defense. Actually, I, I like the defense of Carolina. But I think we're going to see Jamal Williams, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, and Derek Carr be able to put up some points. So I got the Saints here, which is Monday night. There's two Monday night games. So Saints and Panthers and then the Next Monday night game, which is like starts an hour later, Brown Steelers should be good. Uh, Amari Cooper just hit the injury report, which I don't love, especially because I have him as my wide receiver two on one of my teams. <laughs> but um, if Amari plays, I'm I'm a. Is it weird that I'm a believer in the Browns this season? 
I'm a believer in the Browns this season. I'm a believer that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to return to, I'm not going to say like top five elitist form that he once was, but I think we can see Deshaun Watson get better and better and return to being a top 10 tight er, tight end, top 10 quarterback and potentially higher in the NFL because we saw him play so well once. And last week wasn't a great game, but the rushing upsides there, if we're talking strictly fantasy, I'm a fan of Deshaun Watson this week. But the the rushing, the, the, the upside of Deshaun Watson is very much there. It is very much alive. And he could do something about it this year with Amari Cooper helping him with Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be able to, to be able to orchestrate the offense and figure things out, get back to his potentially perfectly great old self as he once was when he was a texan he was a good quarterback man and he could get back to that and i'm a believer in that and i'm also just a believer in the browns they have a good team everywhere i like the defense i like the offense i like everything about the browns i know deshaun's a little bit of a question mark but if he can figure things out which i believe he can i think the browns are going to be lethal so I think they're going to beat the Steelers here. And I know the Steelers have a good defense, and it's going to be a test for Deshaun, but I got the Browns coming out on top here. So there you have it. Cleveland Browns, final team winning Monday night football. Actually, I'm going to be really, I mean, I'd be tuning in regardless, but I'm going to be really, really tuning into this game because in one league, I have Amari, who may or may not play. If he doesn't play, I'll be putting in probably Michael Thomas, which is kind of a risk, but I'm going to do it anyways. But in my other league, I have Deshaun and Nick Chubb. So, when Ironmouth in my Amari League, geez, dude, this is going to be a very eventful game for me. I need the offenses to be cooking. So, anyways, there you have it. Every prediction for every game this week. I'm going to post my official predictions tomorrow morning, probably like 9 ish Pacific time, 9 ish uh, before the games. Get those up there. And, you know, I will be checking in on my stardom sit-ems. You got my five starts, my five sits. We'll come back to all this next week, and we'll see how I did. But other than that, that's about it for me. If you're still in here, if you're still listening, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshiftpod, and on Twitter at the nightshift with two T's at the beginning and two T's at the end of that. Again, if you're listening, thank you so much. That means you must have liked something. If you're still listening this far in, you must have liked something about the pod. So I recommend you leaving a review, leaving a rating, five stars, thumbs up, however it works leave it subscribe would be so much appreciated tell your friends tell anybody you know listen to the pod because i provide some good stuff some valuable insight and we like to have some fun if anybody wants to hop on the show literally you can just dm me on social media you can email me at pod of the night shift at email.com at email at gmail.com we need to grow tell people come on the show follow the socials like stuff subscribe do all that it would mean so much to me i really appreciate it we're going to come back to all these starts and sits and predictions next week i'll have them posted on the instagram i have the starts and sits posted on the instagram so you can check that out and on that tiktok too and that'll be great if you follow 
if you subscribe, if you do all that. And everybody out there listening, thank you so much. Let's have a super duper fun week too. Because it's NFL Sunday. Gotta love that. Happy Sunday to everyone out there. Let's have fun. And thanks for listening. That'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.